right, so on this episode of the AIE Podcast, Alidra attempts a solo show. No, really, guys, if you're counting on hosts for banter, it'd be just me. But don't worry, I'm not crazy. Just alone. Well, not alone. That's not fair, because Beef Mastery is here to talk to all of us about Steam. So all that and more is coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And here's where the theme song would go if I were a technological genius, and it turns out I'm not. I had to scramble to even get this going. Much more epic than what I was going to do. Beefmaster is awesome. So, hello and welcome to episode number 218 of the podcast celebrating the Alea Yachta S gaming community. This is Aludra, and I think you're awesome. Our other host couldn't make this make it this week because of reasons, but we are joined by our special guest, Beefmaster, who is here to talk about AIE and Steam. Welcome, yes. Beefmaster. He Good of the evening. great theme song writing. Yes, yes. And this is where I would insert a very beefy catchphrase. So yes. beefy catchphrase, right there. Nailed it. Wow, that that was awesome. Did you work on that or did that just not at all. You? I was so nervous I forgot to have a witty catchphrase yet again. Oh. I thought I learned my lesson back in July, but I failed miserably. Oh, and you even had since July to come up with a new one. I know. That's pretty awful of me, I think. Ah, it's okay. I just throw around the world word awesome and everybody thinks it's a great catchphrase. So, Beefmaster, for those of us who weren't around in July or just for fun, tell us a bit about yourself and, you know, who you are, what you're doing, why. Well, I am Beefmaster. I have been Beefmaster for a good 14 years now. I love red meat and all that it gives mm -hmm. us, lots of protein. And uh, my WoW character is Beefmaster, along with several other games. And I also manage the Steam group for AI. Wow. Okay, so now I want barbecue a lot. Do you barbecue, like, all the time? You know what? I never actually grill. I hate grilling, but I love the end product. So I'll just, like, go to the restaurant and eat the beef. There we go. Yeah, that way I don't do it wrong. <laughs> my actually, my grill has been without propane for about six weeks now. It's fairly embarrassing of the beefmaster. Oh, so what have you been uh, up to outside of Steam and all that it entails being the master of Steam, not and beef, beefy steams. You know, I could say. I'll not say I spend six hours just staring at my garrison waiting to do something, mm -hmm. but uh, I just started playing Shadows of Mordor finally. Now Ooh. That I've, you know, I hit 100, and now I can go back to other things. I've played like 20 minutes of it, and I'm really liking it. It's Assassin's Creed in Middle-Earth. Is... Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I was just looking at that game and going, I really need to try that. That looks like way more fun than I thought it was going to. Yeah. 
it, it's beautiful. The graphics look great, although I've heard people have had trouble playing it on some older systems, but mm -hmm. I think it's definitely worth it, and I can guarantee it's going to be on sale soon. Ooh, you personally can guarantee that? I will guarantee it because it was on sale a month ago for $13, and I can guarantee it will happen again. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. And my hair is being totally terrible right now. Uh, so, anyway. Well, you, have head, you have headset hair. It's okay. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've, I'm scrambling. Okay, I'm going to admit, I've been scrambling with this podcast because I have the worst right now, as we're recording, sinus migraine going on that you can freaking imagine. Like, I would love to be in a dark room right now just with my head under a pillow going, no, but... I love AIE, and I promised I would get this done, and dang it, I'm sick of health keeping me down. I really am. Man, it gets old. Dang straight. <laughs> it gets, yeah, it gets so old so fast, so I'm just like, whatever. I'm yep, going to you... do this show, and I will not let Beatmaster down. So there we are, no. and that brings us to here. Yes. Yep, staring at the bright white lights of a computer screen going, migraine, go away. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's enough about all this funness. Let's move into news. AIE News. Yes. AIE News. So we all know that the AIE podcast is your favorite podcast ever, this episode notwithstanding. But do you listen to other podcasts? Lane on the forums wants to know. Head on over to find out what other people are listening to, throw out your suggestions of other great shows that you listen to, and maybe find some hidden gems. Beefmaster, World of Warcraft is kicking off the Feast of Winter Vale. Bring out those hams... And the Winter Valis on Tuesday, December 16th. That means decorations, gifts, and, of course, the quest to go rescue the reindeer. Get in and join the fun until Friday, January 2nd. That means every rogue is going to be running that one quest to kill the big Grinch guy to get the daggers. Yeah, every day. I even got a dagger. And really? I'm a warrior. I had to give it to a friend. <laughs> you didn't have to, but that was awesome. Well, I did. Yeah, well, it's the AIE thing to do. Well, you know, Beefmaster, you don't have to read your name in front of the sections that I marked for oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, teleprompter noob, okay. Okay, <laughs> deep breath, okay, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> you are here, and that's what matters. So yes. LFR opened last Tuesday to somewhat an underwhelming response, because it turns out most heroics are harder than the first wing of LFR. Which left some people wondering, what's up with that? What Personally, is up with that? No, I think an LFR where inattentive people can't mess it up for everyone is an awesome thing. And I am so on board with this. Especially since the loot tables are so much reduced from what they are even on normal. So, I, I'm, I'm digging it. But we will see if the difficulty ramps up when the new wings open, as they will be like week by week. And the SWOTOR expansion, Shadow of Revan. Revan? Revan? Revan. Launched on December 9th. Remember, this is a ton of new content, including five new levels, new storyline content, new worlds to explore, and tons more fun that we have come to expect from the SWOTOR group. Yep. 
Yep. Have you checked it out? I have not. I I'll just, I was playing another game. Yeah, yeah same here. Same here, and I'm looking at this, and I'm going, man, <laughs> there's just too many games. That's so many fun things. Problem. Indeed. And while we're celebrating good things for SWOTOR, December, December 10th, not December, but December 10th, marked the game's third year anniversary. I mean, wow. Has it already been three years? That's crazy. I think so. Yeah. Well, according to them, it's been three years, and I'm going to take their word for it. Items have been discounted, and you can get free decorations from now until January 12th, 2015. So don't forget to log in and have some fun. Check it out. I know I'm going to. Indeed. And Final Fantasy has released the long-awaited Mawage patch, which is surprisingly <laughs> robust. While the game offers a free version of the wending or bonding ceremonies, you can also pay real money to unlock new color options, wedding gifts for up to 80 guests, and more elaborate decorations. So if real-life weddings did not cost enough, now you can spend money in Final Fantasy as well. Mm -hmm. So if you want to check out Go check out all for your virtual wedding. Head on over to sign up and get the ball and chain rolling. <laughs> Cute addition right there. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, if you go to their website and look at it, it actually gave me flashbacks to real wedding planning. Like, it's crazy. And you don't go, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay this. No, they have it set up so where you have to set up a time slot and write it down and then... You know, go in and say, I would like to have my wedding during this time slot. And I guess there's somebody there who says yes or no. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Is there like a wedding coordinator that, you know, one of those long-haired tall dudes, you know? No, and he does one of the wedding and... ceremonies. There's actually oh. three ceremonies you can pick from. Oh, wow. Yeah, three different ones. Like, there's the religious one, the romantic one, and the, the hand-fasting type one. And oh. it's, yeah, and then you get various justices of the peace, depending on which ceremony you ordered, and then there's decorations and color schemes, and it is crazy. Now, do they go with a traditional kank or a fondant? Uh, it looks more traditional to me. Okay, well. Yeah. All right, well, well that, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, and with that, let's get back to Beefmaster and find out what's going on in Steam. Well, oh, is there music? Dun, 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 ding. Oh, wait, no music. Okay, never, no, no oh, music. No, no music. We no music can make there. up okay. a Steam theme song right now. We Ooh. can go. Okay. It is Steam time. Let's talk about Steam. 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 Okay. <laughs> so we are on the precipice of the winter sale starting. And so this is my biannual time to come on and tell everybody how to survive the sale. So, yep. Greetings from the Summer of Steve sales. I mean the steamy hot tub of <laughs> Summer of Steve sales. And if anyone remembers that long back, Gomez had a very hard time with Steam and Steve getting melded together, so he just called us Steve for an entire Yes, yes, that's episode. right. It was the Steve sales. The, yeah, the Summer of Steve, which has nothing to do with a mass murder or anything like no, that. No, nothing like that at all, guys. And this is the holiday Steve sale, so come on. Yeah, holiday. it's it's the biggest one of the year. 
And apparently, we got news this week that PayPal Japan announced that the sale is going to begin December 18th, which is this coming week. And that what, should... what way to find out when the sale is, by the way? Yeah, PayPal it was... Japan leaked it. Yeah, which, why would they leak it to begin with or need to? I saw it. They sent out an advert saying, put money in your account now because the Steam sale's coming. Yeah, and, and, like, oh. and that's actually one of my tips down at the bottom, and we'll discuss that later. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, there's a nice picture on the Kotaku uh, website that uh, helped break the story on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, should be 1 o'clock Eastern time should be when the uh, the site will update to the uh, the sale version, and you should be able to see that both on the desktop and also your mobile versions. Yeah. Yep. All right. Ooh, my ear popped. Weird. Everything's louder all of a sudden. <laughs> and hopefully you're not hearing my son in the bathtub next door. No, no, no. We're fine. Okay, We're fine. There, there's a riot going on in there with clanking. But uh, okay. So traditionally, there uh, the way the sale works is there. Items that get slightly discounted as a daily sale every day, and those are last for about 48 hours, so there'll be a first chunk of sales that go from 1 p.m. to 1 p.m. the next day, and then there'll be a fresh batch, but in order to entice you, they'll also keep the old batch as the leftovers, you know, like when you eat your pizza Friday night, you can also eat it for breakfast on Saturday as well. Yep, that's the best part about pizza, right? Ordering pizza is you get the leftovers. Yeah, well, it's, you know, for 20 bucks, you ought to be able to at least get two and a half meals out of it. Yeah, exactly. Your dinner, your 10 10 p.m. cold pizza on the stove, and then in the morning, you know, finish it off with the leftover Mountain Dew. Mm. And then there's also flash sales that happen that last eight hours, and then they also have communities. You must log in and constantly vote sale items that will also happen at those same eight hours intervals. So, you know, they try to make it so you can catch one in the evening, and then by the time you wake up in the morning, there's usually a fresh batch. And, you know, you can log in three times a day, click your votes, and, you know, you'll uh, you'll get your points. Mm. Yeah, I like doing that because then you at least get a chance to win something, even yeah. if you can't afford to be buying a bunch of things on Steam. Right, because you'll uh, – I think every time you vote th- – Three times you'll get one of the trading cards, and those can eventually build up, and uh, you know you might be able to get your badge out of it. Um, so there are tricks to navigating the maze of sale options. Steve says hold out for the flash sale items. Oh, really? Yes, because you have 48 hours to ponder the daily sales. And then also on top of that, traditionally the final day of the sale, everything will be on sale again because as if they have some inventory they need to get rid of, you know, like in the mm-hmm. Toys R Us, they're going to try to shove it all out the door at once. So whenever the last day is, I don't know yet, whatever it is two weeks later from now, there will be a big blowout <laughs> final day. So if it's, if it's on a flash sale... That's a really that's probably the best time to buy it. If you know if you can't hold yourself back, you know the daily sales are okay as well. 
Yeah, I have a hard time sometimes when you see something goes down by by 66%. You're like, oh, no! I must buy this game! I've been wanting it for so long! But you've got to hold back just in case, because without fail, the next day it'll be on flash sale at, like, yeah. 90% off. And then it's like, oh. Yeah, and you're like, oh! Oh, and they're always going to try to snag you with Skyrim or Fallout 3 or mm-hmm. one of those games. Or Borderlands 2 is also always on sale. And they're like, oh, oh I love Borderlands sale, 2. $9.99. Yes. And then, you know, two days later, it'll be on the Flash sale, Uber Game of the Year edition with all the season passes all bottled up at once. And you're like, oh, they got me because I didn't wait. Well, Steve says to wait. Yep. Yeah, five bucks goes a long way in a Steam sale. Like, it a does. crazy long way. You, you can get, like, two games for $5. And I'm not talking, like, lousy games. I'm talking some pretty good games for yeah, five bucks. Like, yeah, three years ago, best game is right there available for $5. Mm-hmm. But if you've been paying attention to me for the last three years, you should have bought it already. <laughs> Shame on you if you haven't. But, all right, now let's discuss the gimmick. Steve will Steam Stevie Steam the Steam Stever uh, will offer a chance to earn the winter sale badge and this is the you put together ten trading cards and it does this weird tinfoily ball wrapping thing and then it explodes into beautiful useless items. Uh, they uh, give out emojis and new profile backgrounds for your. Uh, uh, Steam profile, which are actually kind of neat looking, and various other oohs and ah items. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you get those cards by doing the community voting. Every three you get, you'll get a trading card. If you buy something, I think for like every $10 of value, it they give you a card or something, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they just magically appear. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really cool. Have you seen what they're doing with the cards right now? I have not. I I saw the auction thing, and I saw yeah. Like, apparently, oh, that's neat. You can you can take all these cards that basically sell for three to seven cents, which is wow, so amazing, and you can turn them into gems, and then starting on the fifteenth, and then every forty-five minutes after that, they're going to have a series of auctions, and then you can use these gems, which you got from your collectible cards, and use them to bid with. Mm. So right now, because it's the first auction, the prices are insane. Like, there, there's, oh, I'm going to spend 100,000 gems. It's like, okay, you do that. I'm sitting here with my little pile of, like, 150 gems because I don't have that many cards. And I'm going, okay, well, I'm just going to wait. And then I'm going to snipe an auction at, like, 3.30 in the morning my time and <laughs> yeah. and, and win a good game or something. Yeah, that's kind of like those eBay knockoffs where it's like, buy an iPad for a penny. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. And you have to, like, be awake at 4 in the morning eating, you know, nachos or something crazy. Well, I'm typically awake at around 3, 4 in the morning, and nachos are a good every-time treat, Beef Master. What are you trying to say? I don't know. It's Cheetos? Cheetos? Uh, Never mind. Never mind. Nachos (laughs) are okay. Nachos are good. I like nachos. So... In order, and this is the fun part of the cards, is you're not necessarily going to get 
the cards you actually need to finish off your 10 trading cards turned into the badge. They're mm. often going to give you duplicates just to get you irritated. Yep. So there's a couple things you can do with that. You could try to sell it on the marketplace, and they typically go for 15 to 25 cents after the initial rush. And, you know, then, you know, you could just buy them and finish off your one or two cards you need. Or you can utilize the Steam, AIE Steam Group trading forum where people can post where they have duplicates and then you could try to trade with them and, you know, you could do a straight swap or whatever else you want to do or check out your friends list and if you click enough buttons on Steam, you'll find out, you know, which of your friends has which cards, and then you could say, hey, you want to trade such and such, and hey, I got this one you need. Do you want to swap and do a, you know that way? And that's cheaper because that saves you a quarter. Yeah. And you know, to your grandmother, a quarter is a lot of money. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's a couple ways to do this, but one thing you want to – if you are going to plan to just buy them on the marketplace – I would go and put $5 in your Steam balance right now, just like PayPal Japan said, because they're going to hold that money for like five to seven days before they'll allow you to use it. Mm -hmm. So if you get to the last day of the sale, like, oh, I need numbers, you know, trading card number seven, you suddenly, you know, you're not going to be able to buy it. And you yeah. have to find your one friend that might have the card might actually be awake eating nachos at 4 a.m. along with you and finish up your thing, <laughs> and then the tinfoil thing happens, and boom, surprise, you get something. Yep. Yeah, they like to give out little prizes when you collect the entire card set, too. And it's not like one and done, unfortunately. I've noticed they, they've started doing this thing where you can collect multiple card sets and level up because you keep completing card sets and so, or something. Yeah. You get like level two and level three, and you get the experience points that make you a better steamist. And so, uh, you know, if you like doing that kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. it's good. I, I just like to get it done once. You know, second time around, it's you know, it's the pizza on Sunday. At that point, it's it's no good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cardboard at that point. But you know, so keep an eye on the AIE forums on Steam. And uh, I'll be posting my duplicates there, and other people can uh, try to look there, and uh, we'll help each other in the AI way that we should. Mm -hmm. We can share our cards and uh, help everyone out. That's awesome, yeah. And guys, try to trade them before you turn them into magical gems, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because... And those gem thingies, too, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing that's going to happen during the sale is there's going to be some kind of group team competitive thing that they'll you know keep you playing, and you know you'll probably get points for buying something. Um, I know this last summer they uh, they put everybody on a team that logged in and decided to participate, and I think the winning team every day got like special discounts, and then uh, somebody was a meta winner and. I don't remember because this summer was kind of uh, a mystery well, meet for me. Well, what what I remember happening was that the team that won, then people on that team, so many of them, got prizes from their wish list. Oh, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Which brings me to point number eight. 
keep your wish list up to date. Because when something goes on sale, somebody might say, hey, I'm going to spread the Christmas love a little bit. And, you know, maybe, you know, there's a nice $3 game that's on your wish list. They'll buy it for you, and, you know, they know they can gift it to you, which is a good thing. Because there's been times where I'm like, oh, I really like this game. Does somebody need this or want this? And then it looks like, oh, nobody has this game. Well, or wants it on their wish list. That's a shame because I, I would have just given it away. Yeah. So. Also, update them. Like sometimes my friends buy things on consoles, and it's still on their Steam wish list. And it's like, well, I gave it to you, so do whatever you want with it. But yeah. And it, what about you? At least else they could. On your, own? you already had this one. Well, at least they can re-gift it and send yes. it to somebody else. You know, like the fruit pie. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's my uh, winter steamy Steve summer of steam sale tips. Um, also, um, Amazon, Green Man Gaming, and GOG.com are all going to be doing Christmas sales as well. So, what I've figured out is that you know one day Amazon's going to have something on sale. And then the next day, Steam has it on sale. And then the day after that, Green Man Gaming has it on sale. So it's almost like the publishers are saying, okay, guys, here's your sale prices. And then, you know, they all kind of take turns doing it. So if you have a couple specific games in mind, you know, you know, bookmark all those sites and keep an eye on everything. And, you know, just watch it throughout the two weeks, and you'll probably be able to get the best game, uh, best deal on it. And then also I found, everyone probably already knows this because I'm always you know, late to the party, but I found this website called CheapShark.com, and it seems to have links to Steam and Amazon Gaming and Green Man Gaming and has all the, like their top sale items. So mm-hmm. you can uh, kind of at a glance kind of keep track of some stuff there. How great. So. Now, for, for our members who don't know, because it's been a while since you've been on, um, how do you join the AIE Steam group? Well, you could just look up Aliyah Yakta S on Steam, and I know there's a few of them, so you're going to want to grab the one that has uh, our logo on it with the tri thingy, whatever it is. Uh, it has our logo on it, the uh, the black and or the red and silver one. So just yeah, uh, the, grab that. Yeah, the dice. Yeah, the one. dice looking one. Yeah, the multi side of thing and there's going to be over a thousand members and I don't think any of the other groups have that many people so mm-hmm. it's the one that looks like it's you know the biggest g- gaming community around so they can go there and they just click on invite and it they're in the group and that then is can, awesome yep and then you know they can come and become my friend I, I friend everybody I'm a friend to all I accept Friend all. Friend to all, Beefmaster. I am. And that way I can, you know, kind of be a creeper and go, oh, look, they're playing Borderlands today. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> your friends list shows all. So, like, you know, you can keep tabs on your friends that way and then go bug them mm-hmm. in game. I didn't, say, I didn't say to do that. No, no. No, never. Don't go bug, no, don't go bug them in game. Just ask politely out of game, and then they'll invite you, and you can have fun with people. Because shooting things as a group is always better than soloing. Yes, yes it is. It's crazy more fun that way. 
Yes. Oh my god, All right. at the bottom of the notes. This is horrible. <laughs> Not so much banter going on. All I will admit, I, I could talk to myself a bit, but that's that's not fun. Multi pretending to have multiple personalities. That well, wouldn't be fun. Sad. We uh, can I be the director of something else for a minute, and then I, we could talk about that as well. Wait, wait, <laughs> no, I, I, I wait a minute. I actually am. And I was going to give a shout out to the AIE Clash of Clans clan because we oh, uh, we awesome. actually. We have about 40 members in our Clash of Clans clan, and we won our weekly clan war about half an hour ago, literally Yay! by two little points. And there was like four or five of us going, oh my god, that one's attacking over there. Oh wait, no, we got one more attack over there, and we got three stars. Oh wait, they just came back. And it was it, we ended up 94 to 92 on like two last-minute pitched battles. But oh my god, them, that's so awesome. It was the intense. Are way more fun when it comes down to the wire like that, you know. And like all the adrenaline's pumping, it it was nuts. And thankfully, somebody got greedy on the enemy team and tried to go for our top player, and they got shut down, shut down hard. Nice. And we won. Nice. That good is job, so team. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever oh. Ducker is was the final defensive stand. And he knocked it out of the park. Or she did. Whatever Ducker is. Good job, Ducker. <laughs> Hard to tell with internet names sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Like, my name's not the least but masculine. <laughs> um, another question I had is, um, we used to do um, Steam Nights uh, and that sort of thing, like TF2 runs. and are, are those on the horizon for coming back, or is that just something we need to go into the AIE group to find out about? That is a great question. You know, the, I think like the TF2 nights just kind of had their, I don't want to call it the moment of glory, but there was that time where it was really mm -hmm. good, and I've been kind of looking for the game to either replace it or... You know, if there was enough interest to get it back, and I really haven't heard much lately. Um, if somebody wants to bring the It game to my attention, you know, I'll help support it, and, you know, we can get people playing again. But uh, I, I do know there was a certain other game that has taken everyone back, which mm -hmm. will remain nameless. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, the game after... shall not be named? <laughs> The, yes, the it's the called game. garrisons. Yes, garrisons. garrisons. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the big thing for a bit. But you know, uh, what I liked about TF2 is that you know it all depended on the server side, so you could have this entire AIE versus AIE thing going, and yeah. and there's some there's something to be said about having a really rough raid night and then jumping into a game with your friends and then just destroying them afterward like yeah, wiping through a raid boss wasn't enough now we got to go beat each other up on another game yeah. <laughs> and you know there's no you know mortal consequences when you know it's in tf2 and raid night mm -hmm. you know it's it's death for everybody when when there's failure, but you know half of you win and half of you lose, so it's it's generally better at that. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be our show for tonight. Um, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Beefmaster for joining us. Thank you, so. Beefmaster. 
Yes, thank you, Beefmaster, so much. Um, where can they find you personally, like, uh, if they want to find, find you? You can find me at Beefmaster on the Twitter, and then, yeah, don't go to my Facebook. You won't like it. And but, also yeah. on Steam, your name's Beefmaster, yes? Yes, there, there was an AIE Steam Twitter account, mm -hmm. and... I lost the password to the email account that that was attached to, and so it's I've been trying to figure out how to get rest control of it back. Which oh is no! Really, yeah, That's it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. I forgot my password. Wow. So, so I will be <laughs> tweeting out all the winter sale news from at Beefmaster, hashtagging AIE Guild. You guys will probably hate me by the time it's over because it will be retweets galore. No, no, I'm following you, so it's it's all good. And I want to know about the deals. Yes, and I will share the deals, and uh, I'll be popping in every day with the daily deals, and all the flash sales of Note will be shown by me. And uh, if anyone else wants to bring other games that I am not aware of to my attention that are on sale, let me know, and I will pass the good news along to everyone else. All right. So if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Accuzod, who, uh, wow, that should really be changed because Accuzod is no longer a member of our team. Aw. I am at Aludra underscore AIE. Michaela is at Cyberwave. And Tatsemi is at I. Totally forget at the top of my head. Wow, thank you, Brain. We record live with video every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, theaiepodcast.com. Huge shout-out to our current chat room, who is having a blast with our little low-budget self-singing uh, show. Yes. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we have received this week, including Mega Minute, Aludra's Pets, Ask a Magus, Buxley's Journal, Epic Diapers, Asmus Mulgra, Overly Dramatic News, and This Week in AIEU. Ludra the Mage here, helping you find all the pets to build your army. I'm back and I'm feeling good. We should have a party. And speaking of, it's Blizzard's birthday and they are celebrating the best way they know how. By giving us pets. Just logging in from now until January 6th will get you a Molten Corgi. The cutest puppy ever! But that's not enough. Blizzard has also put Hate Spark the Tiny in Molten Core as a drop off Ragnaros. I'm sorry, as a possible drop. As in, not guaranteed. Wait, what? To make this better, Blizzard has said Molten Core is only supposed to be run once. Yeah, because a non-guaranteed pet drop is the best way to say, please only run the content once. <laughs> wow. Hate Spark the Tiny is also on his way out January 6th, so get those runs in while you can. 
If you like this segment or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. Welcome. This is Dedrin with another edition of Ask a Magus. This week's question is, why do mages get three holidays a year and rogues don't get any? Well, the answer on the rogues part is pretty darn simple. You're pretty well hated. Simply, there is a reason you get shot with turkey guns every year. Now, other classes do get uh, a holiday a year. Warriors are a pretty good example. After all, they're often way too dumb to get out of the way of a boss's swipe. I mean really, really big bosses. And really slow ones. Anyway, mages get multiple days a year because, let's face it, they're pretty darn awesome. It's like, you have one day a year where you have to thank a mage, after all. They're the ones who actually down bosses. Then there's the Memorial Day, where unfortunately Dalaran got demolished. And then there's the day in which Dalaran got moved. And let's face it, that was pretty darn awesome. And that's the reason why. Mages are pretty awesome, and we love to celebrate that. Send your questions to Askamagus on Twitter. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Malgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what gift does one get their followers for Wintervale? It is true that Wintervale will soon be upon us. During Wintervale, all of Azeroth takes a week of holiday and heads for the pristine white slopes of Winterspring for a little shushing and shredding, and maybe a nice hot apple cider to wash down your gingerbread cookie. This is also a time of year to give generously to those less fortunate than you. Your followers, however, live for free in your garrison, do they not? And most of the time, they stand around just telling you how great you are, no? And occasionally, they do your bidding to win great honor and experience? Sounds pretty fortunate to me. I think they should get you a nice shiny new mechanohog for Winterville. I am Miss Mogra, and that is my advice. Come my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Abaton Aberday from Wormrest Accord for this week's question. It's not a Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. Draenor Pizza, how may I help you? Sure, we deliver. Anywhere in Draenor except underwater in Zanger. Well, we used to, but the paladin that used to deliver there quit. He's the only one that could bubble up and keep the pizzas from getting wet. Yeah. Specials? Yeah, we have specials. Uh, large size, three topping pizza for the price of a medium. Let's see. Uh, colossal oversized pizza for the price of a thousand gold, but that's only until midnight. Undead special. Gobble in the counter blaster. Huh? 
Undead special? Oh, that comes with a mop and a bucket for the Forsaken that enjoy eating but don't want to make a mess because everything hits the floor. Sure. How many? Fifteen? <laughs> Whoa, you having a raid or what? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, where do you want that delivered? 4960 Frostwall in Frostfire Ridge. Okay. It'll be there in about... The, wait a second. Did you say 4960 Frostwall? Is this some kind of prank? We don't deliver there. Why? Because it's one of those garrisons. The last three people I sent over there got recruited to cater follower missions. No way am I sending more people out there. What, you'll guarantee it? And you pay extra? Oh, okay, well, as long as you guarantee it. I'll do it on one condition. Just meet me out front by the lava pools. I'm not going to lose any more delivery people. If you'd like to see what I'm up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Epic diapers. All right, so we all have a little problem. We can't quit it. It consumes almost every hour of every day thinking about it. But the first step to a clear conscious is admitting the addiction. We obsess over garrison missions. We just need to find out if that mission with a 76% chance to get a level 630 weapon was successful, or how many crates of salvage are back, or if that blue level 100 follower turned purple yet, right? Am I right? Well, there are tools out there to feed your addiction, feed that burning desire to send more followers out, yet still have enough resources to upgrade your salvage yard to level 3. They are add-ons. The first one is Garrison Mission Manager, and these programming devils have made assigning missions so much easier. Each mission also has three choices of teams that you can send on their happy way to balance out your follower talents and make sure you have as many successful missions go out as you can. The next soulless add-on is called Master Plan. With this tool, you can sort missions by chance of success, level, or rewards. The Garrison Missions window is also split into separate available or active tabs, so you can see which teams are out in Draenor trying to make the boss, that that's you, happy. So, even though these add-ons make your Garrison Mission Managing more efficient and hypothetically save you time, it won't because you'll be doing so many more missions that your level of OCD will increase exponentially. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers and check out show notes, links, and other goodies at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a mini-cast on all things Holy Palette. This week I give a quick rundown on healing the Kargath encounter from the High Mall raid. We used two tanks, five healers, and a mix of ranged and melee DPS. So this fight I guess you could say is broken into two separate tasks, managing the boss in the circular arena and managing the adds in the stands. My task was to focus heal the tanks and spot heal the raid, never to go up into the stands. So I placed my beacons on both tanks and focus heal whichever one's taking damage via Holy Light and spot heal the raid with Holy Shock, Holy Prism, and Glyph Flash of Light. As mentioned last week, I really enjoy using Sacred Shield, so I work diligently at keeping one on both tanks, DPS, and myself. Now, depending on who needs a heal and how many folks are within range, I use Word of Glory or Light of Dawn as my Holy Power finishers. Now, as far as positioning, my priority has always been within range of the tanks, but I also try and be close to a fire pillar, but not close enough to where 
I'll be taking damage from one. Reason being, if Kargath fixates on you with his Berserker Rush, the only way to survive this is to run around a fire pillar, kiting him into one of them. Speed of Light is a great talent to help facilitate this. This causes him to lose focus on you and to vent all frustration onto that pillar, which actually destroys it temporarily. Now if a fellow raider happens to be fixated by Kargath and can't escape his Berserker Rush, at about 10 seconds left, throw a Hand of Protection onto them to save their hiney. Now throughout the fight, Kargath does Blade Dance to everyone, which causes just minor physical damage. Nothing to worry about as long as the healers continue to spot heal the raid and folks stay out of that avoidable damage. Now, every minute or so, five players get hurled up into the stands where they have to deal with the ads up there who are causing damage to us folks below. One of those players is usually one of the tanks, so it's at this point where I'll move my Beacon of Faith onto one of our DPS until the second tank returns. This phase is usually where most of the raid damage occurs from both Kargath's attacks and bad stuff on the ground from the ads in the stands. It is here where I'll try and save my raid and healing throughput cooldowns. Now there are just a few extra tidbits of info I want to close with. Tanks get a debuff called Open Wounds from Kargas and Pale Attack, so have your Hand of Sacrifice ready just in case they need it. Our defensive cooldowns like Divine Protection and Divine Shield come in really handy for this fight and try and save Leon Hands for that clutch save of a tank, possibly healer, close to the end of the fight to get that kill. You know what I mean. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Anniversary gifts have some garrison owners all hot and bothered. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Blizzard has a long history of giving thoughtful gifts to all its subscribers on World of Warcraft's anniversary. But some garrison owners are now asking what were they thinking regarding this year's presents, the Molten Corgi Pet and Corhound Mount. These, along with the Iron Starlet Pet from the pre-expansion event, have been blamed for a recent upsurge of large-scale fires in players' garrisons. Horde garrisons have been particularly vulnerable to sparks thrown off by corehounds as they walk through the closely spaced buildings, and while the stone construction prevalent in Alliance strongholds has helped, many an inn and town hall has seen its interior furnishings set ablaze by a little corgi darting under a couch or bed and igniting. Affected Horde and Alliance players have banded together to file a complaint with the Azerothian Consumer Product Safety Commission asking Blizzard to recall the pets and mounts. Some have gone so far as to accuse the company of deliberately introducing the hazard as a way to force players to consume garrison resources to rebuild. Their evidence? A quest from Jade Forest has been recast as an achievement. Its name? Burning Down the House. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Hello everyone, this is Turbo Addiction with news from AIEU and EVE. And big news is Rhea is here. And with it, there's so much here that it is hard to cover it all. So here are a few of the hot points. No more clone upgrade costs and no more skill point loss when you're potted except for when you lose a strategic cruiser. A brand new map which is still in beta, manual flight controls, and even an entirely redesigned user interface. The last few cherries on top are the 101 shattered wormholes which includes Thera, the new physically based rendering which makes all the ships look a lot better, the very first T3 Tactical Destroyer, which is quite the little ship. The Ore Freighter, the Bowhead, which is designed to move fully fitted and insured ships through space. 
They also did a redesign of the Caldari Onyx and Eagle, which were already very pretty. The Blackbird and Rook have been redesigned, and so has the Galente and Cursus. Lastly, sleepers have come to known space. With this, there have been many objects just appearing throughout space that are slightly cloaked. What this means for us is yet to be determined, so keep your eyes open. You never know what you might find in space. And with that ends This Week in AIEU. You can learn more about AIEU on the Extra Life forums or our wiki. There you can also get a free 21-day trial. You can follow me at Turbo Addiction. And remember, citizens of New Eden, stay classy, nerf diplomacy, and buff war. <laughs>